Hey guys, it's MJ. It is your favorite girl that you like to listen and laugh out loud with. Coming to you today, just thinking about and reminiscing about that kid of mine that's in college. And I'm thinking about the time when um, I thought he had gotten kidnapped on the block. You know, so you let your kids go outside and play, but it's a different time and a different world these days. And I was very um, apprehensive when he was growing up about letting him go outside because we had a two-story house. And the only way I could actually uh, see him, the way my house was set up, is that I could look out of a set of windows out of one bedroom or I would have have to actually go upstairs and look out another set of windows to actually watch him from the outside or just actually just open up the garage door and sit a chair outside and then kind of just watch him play in the driveway or what have you. So on this particular day, he says, Mom, I want to go outside. Okay, you want to go out in the backyard? Because for the most part, I let him hang out in the backyard. So he was like, no, can I please go outside and ride my bike? I'm like, oh, that's going to require me to stop doing what I'm doing in the house and watch you. I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to go anywhere crazy. I'm just going to go up and down the block. I promise you I'm not. So if you go outside of my house and you look to the right, it's probably six homes from 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 the main street. There's a stop sign and there's a main street. And that's where that stop sign is. If you look to the left, it's probably three houses and a stop sign, but it takes you into the next neighborhood. So I can see down that street. But if I look to the right, I'm looking all the way down to a main street at the end of the block. So I said, well, where are you going to ride your bike? He said, just he said, just in front of the house. You know, I'm going to go between um, our house to the right. You know, a few houses down. I'm not going to go to the stop sign and then I'll come back and then I'll go to this stop sign to the left. So just right here, just, you know, probably what between six houses. He's going to go up and down the street, up and down the street. I said, "Okay." I said, now be very careful. I said, because, oh, also the way our neighborhood was set up, we didn't have any sidewalks. So it's just all street because everybody has driveways. So he said, okay, I promise. And he's probably, he's not like a little kid. So he's probably at this time, maybe 10, 10 or 11. So, okay, I'm like, all right. Plus, it's a Saturday. Most of my neighbors are outside in the yard or doing something. They're outdoorsy because we actually were the youngest couple on the block with the only kid and everybody else is pretty much retired. So they're always outside doing something. So I was I felt pretty OK to let him go outside and ride his bike. So I'm in the in-house, I think, cooking or something. Oh, yeah, it must have been dinner time. So I'm like, OK, he hasn't been in the house. He hasn't come in to get any water. Haven't seen him in a while. Let me let them know the dinner will be ready in a few minutes. So I go stand at the at the curb where the um, driveway is, and he comes zooming by, and I was like, hey, dinner's probably going to be ready in another 30 minutes. He said, okay, I'll be in. I said, okay. So I go back in the house. He's riding his bike. I fix dinner, put the plate down. He hasn't come in yet. So I'm giving it a few minutes before I go outside. Still hasn't come in. So I go stand outside and I notice he's not riding his bike up and down the block. Can't find him. So I said, well, 
Maybe he, because he knew that I wasn't really paying attention, hit a corner. Maybe he went around a corner real quick to the left and then did a little U-turn. And he's going to come right back. I won't yell at him. I won't scream at him. I'm just going to stand there and wait. So I'm standing there. No kid. Okay. Stand there a little longer. Nobody. By this time, nobody's outside. None of my neighbors. Because it's starting to get a little, it's, 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 it's towards the evening time. So it's, um, it's starting to get, you know, the sun's going down. So I said, okay, don't panic. But I'm panicking. So I start calling his name. Nothing. I'm like, where's this kid at? So I ran in the house, I grabbed my cell phone, and I'm walking down towards the right, toward the intersection where that other stop sign is, where the main street is. As I'm walking, I'm probably two houses before I actually get to the stop sign, I see his bike at the stop sign on the ground. By this time, I am in full panic mode because I'm like okay his bike is on the ground where is this kid I just instantly just basically flipped completely out so I run to the stop sign his bike is there I'm looking up and down the main intersection of the street I'm like oh my god he has been kidnapped this is the first thing that my mind goes to I call my husband he's off on the railroad he's never at home (laughs) so he's at work I call him he happened to be, because usually when they're driving the trains, they can't answer the phones or anything. So luckily, he hadn't gotten on his train yet. He was on his way to be put on the train to come back home. So I'm frantic. I'm screaming. I'm crying on the phone. I'm like, Mason's been kidnapped. He's been kidnapped. Oh, my God. He's like, calm down. Tell me what happened. I tell him what happened. His bike is uh, on the ground. And all I know is he was outside riding his bike, and his bike is on the ground. His orange bike is still is just right here. So there's a neighbor, our neighbor's house is on the corner where that stop sign is. So he says, well, go ring their bell and then go uh, ring the other neighbors that we talk to all the time. So it's two old. So it's an older couple, Mr. Um, Mr. Don and his wife. And then next door is Mr. Bill. And that's where those are Mason's main people that he hangs out with when he's outside. So I said, "Okay." he was like, call me back. So I go run to Mr. Don's house. I ring the doorbell because that is his house that's on the actual corner. His wife comes to the door. I said, have you seen, have you seen Mason? His bike is on the ground and I'm just crying and being dramatic and stuff. And she was like, calm down, hold on, wait, what's going on? And so I told her. So she said, well, Don was outside in the yard. He's been outside all day in the front. And then he was out messing around in the backyard somewhere. So I don't know. So she was like, well, wait a minute. So we're standing there. She was like, okay, you sure? I said, there's his bike. I said, she said, well, did you check with, with Mr. Bill? I said, Mr. Bill, I said, I haven't gone run down there yet. I said, but I don't think he's home. So we're just standing there trying to, she's trying to console me. Next thing you know, here comes Mason and Mr. Don on a four-wheeler. Mason's on the back of the four-wheeler with Mr. Don talking about, hey, mom, look at me, me and Mr. Don riding on the four-wheeler going room, room and all this. And I'm, me and Mr. Don's wife are like, what in the what? 
And they pull up all excited and happy. Mason jumps off and he's like, hey, look, Mr. Dollar, let me ride on the back of the four-wheeler. And I grab him and I start shaking. I'm like, I thought you were kidnapped. And you left your bike here. And but I told you don't go to the stop sign. And, and and then his wife is going off on Mr. Don and was like, why would you put this boy on the back of the four wheelers? Mama was out here screaming and being crazy and sick. And it's just like a just row. Just sound, we sound like two crazy cats. Just, yeah. So they're standing there looking at us like, well, what's the big deal? Mr. Don's totally oblivious. Like, well, what's the big deal? And I was like, because I told Mason, Mr. Don, don't come down all the way to the end. I don't mind if I know that you're outside because I know you're watching out for him. But his bike was at the stop sign. He said, oh, he said, I am so sorry. He said, what happened was Mason was riding his bike and I needed some help because the way his yard is, his fence line out is on the outskirts of that street. And so his gate opens up there. And so he said, I was trying to put something in the backyard and I asked Mason to help me. So Mason left his bike right there because he had to walk on the outskirts where the street is and go in the backyard. And Mason saw the four wheeler and he's a, you know, car room roomy kind of kid. And he was like, can we take a spin on it? And he was like, I rode him around the block. And I didn't think no harm, no foul. I didn't know. You know, he was like, he was so apologetic. He was like, I'm so sorry. I said, I get it. But I said, can you imagine? He said, I totally. I said, this kid's bike was right here at the street. And I just knew it was over with. And so he apologized profusely. Mason standing there looking crazy like, I don't get the big deal. You know, what's the big deal? But whatever. So by this time, I'm like, okay, I calm myself down. I forgot to call the husband back. So we go back in the house. We're sitting down and eating dinner. And my husband calls me talking about, well, did you find him? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we sitting there eating dinner. He was like, are you out of your mind? You didn't call me. I had to call dispatch. I was saying my kid has been kidnapped. Y'all got to hurry up and get me back to Dallas. What is wrong with you? I said, I am so sorry. I forgot to call you back, but in all the excitement of it, I was just so happy. And I was explaining to him that he can't do it. He was like, well, what happened? So I had to tell him he was on the four-wheeler with Mr. Don and this, that, and the other. And he was just like, I'll deal with you two when I get home. So there's that. Now, just so you know, after that incident... Somebody got a new cell phone for Christmas. So whenever he had to go outside, he had to have a cell phone. And he had to tell me exactly what he was doing and if he was going down to Mr. Don's house or Mr. Bill's house. Because after that incident, I was terrified. I had patted myself on on the back as a parent because I never lost him before. You know, you can go in the grocery store, you go into the department store. You know, back in the day, kids could go and play in between the clothes and stuff like that or get lost or what have you. And I had gotten up until this point. He was 10 or 11. And then he gets kidnapped in the front of the house. Oh, my gosh. Can you only imagine? And to top it all off, the cherry on top, Mr. Bill wasn't at home. And we're very close to Mr. Bill. And when Mr. Bill found out about it and I told him, He got so mad about it. He went down there and went off on poor Mr. Don again and was like, you should know better. Don, you should know better. And you just can't be doing this. And I was like, Mr. Bill, you have to. And Mr. Don got it all over again. But other than that, 
we're doing fine. We're still doing fine, and we're still all friends. And as we all know, the you know the kid now he's in you know he's in college, so he's eighteen and he survived. And so there's that. But yeah, I really thought he had been kidnapped. All right, guys, that's my funny laugh out loud story for today. If you want to reach me, if you want to tell me any of your crazy escapades or crazy stories or times when you thought you may have lost your kid or anything remotely funny, just reach out to me. Send me an email and or slide, as they say, slide into my DMs that put a pin in that 72. I'm MJ. And until next time, I'll talk to you later.